0: Welcome to the Professional Ag Marketing Podcast. If you want a deep dive into the ag markets and risk management strategies, your search is over. Come here after every Friday to get your weekly commodity recap. Trading commodity futures and options involves substantial risk of loss and is not suitable for all investors. This is your host Mike Miner. Let's get started. Good afternoon, everyone. This is Pat Von Ters with Professional Ag Marketing, filling in for Mike Miner this afternoon and our weekly uh, grain market uh, um, podcast. and And so, as we wrap up the week here, Jeff, I thought maybe it'd be a good idea for you and I just to kind of talk about things just a, a little bit. And and so, <clears throat> you know, one of the I guess items of note here, I I'm pulling up the December corn chart and. You know, we traded up to that five dollar area and and uh, and kind of failed there the last uh, two trading sessions. But a pretty good rally. I mean, I uh, on September nineteenth, down at the bottom end of this range, uh, down in that four seventy five area, and and uh, have rallied up to the five dollar area. Do you have much comments here on on why we put a a little bit of strength in the corn market this week?
1: Well, I think uh, for the most part. <clears throat> You know, I, I think we're kind of moving maybe beyond the uh, balance sheet and yields and things like that just a little bit um, and starting to, you know, I wouldn't say we're necessarily moving into new fundamentals for the week because there wasn't all that um, anything super exciting going on. You know, most of that rally was experienced um, by the, the situation in the Black Sea where we had a ship that uh, had some interaction with one of the underwater mines of course that was Thursday and we are up 12 there Um, you know but I think you look at this corn market in our mines Pat we've talked about this quite a bit it definitely seems like it's range bound right and uh, you know you get up to this five dollar mark of course there's some psychological reasons why it's a little bit tough to push beyond there Um, you look technically you look, you know, maybe you got to get up to 508, maybe 510. Um, I personally think even that looks to be a long ways away. But uh, it's possible you could push up into that area. And then, like you just said, you described the bottom end of the range in that 475. So I, I don't know. I, I think my message this week, um, especially from a row crop producer standpoint, I think you got to look hard at this $5 to 510 range, don't you? yeah i a think spot
0: right exactly i i think so especially on some bushels that are that maybe maybe be forced you know into town here um good merchandising uh, discussion this afternoon internally on our team and and uh you know even up here where we were in the northwest corn belt where uh you know the situation was quite tight going into into harvest as it relates to physical corn stocks we were we're starting to to see some widening of base levels here and 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 more or less a, a pretty open forecast here for the next next couple of weeks so so I think your observation is spot-on as it relates to a again a real crop producer that might want to move a little bit of, of grain here at harvest time uh, exercising on a board rally and a and a, a little bit of an upfront uh, basis premium is 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 certainly worth considering and then the other part that I would I think is important to mention here, Jeff, is in, in is is that you know our from a row crop producer's perspective, our risk profile is changing as we go through this month, right? And uh, um, crop know,
1: insurance st- you're talking about
0: exactly right. We're starting to get our fall price established here, and so if you had some um, I guess sense of security, you know that that we had uh, um, that we had some minimums protected in terms of gross uh, revenue uh, because of, of, of crop insurance. That's slowly changing here as we go through the month of October is one point. The other point that I would make is, is an obvious one, which is um, when we talk about cash flow and, and targets and budgets and all of those important things as it relates to green marketing decisions, we're always dividing that gross per acre number by some budgeted yield. Right, Jeff. And sure. that's the other thing that that was an unknown that's becoming a known this month. And so as you get uh, as you get into the field um, and we got a better definition of of uh, what your your productions going to be this year, it starts to make it easier to make some decisions. And so um, just just from a risk management perspective, I, I think it's that's an important component uh, for for corn producers to be to be considering here.
1: Let's jump into basis real quick, Pat, and then we better maybe move on to some other um, interesting items here on the markets this week. But um, that's, that's obviously a hot button um, topic here, you know, from both an end user's perspective, as well as the row crop farmer. um, We've seen some extreme positive basis in many parts of the corn belt um, throughout the last 12 months. Um, What's your thoughts going forward? Is this a whole different animal? Is this, do you revert, Back to the old days on basis or uh, what's your what's your thoughts as far as you know <clears throat> big picture not just the next week or two
0: yeah gotcha. But yeah it we're, we're projected for for ending stocks to to elevate uh, up into that 15 percent stocks to use uh racial range uh over 2 billion bushels uh and and so i, I think that that should uh create Uh, something closer to what we would have budgeted you know for basis levels uh, a a couple years ago already now uh, that since we've been running a tighter balance sheet for an extended period of time um, and and so that that would be the expectation the the other point that I would just make as it relates to that is is the is that we um, that last year at least we had a, a Some fairly significant volatility from one region to another Uh, small crop in the western corn belt, a decent sized crop in mid belt or eastern belt. And so um, it does appear as though we're leveling that out just a little bit this year as well. I mean, I do think that we've got a, a, a little bit more consistency across the belt. Um, and then we just mentioned for Northwest corn belt, a fairly, uh, you know, parts of South Dakota, uh, ended up with some pretty good moisture all the way through here. And, uh, you know, we are seeing some wider basis levels out there. So that that's going to end up having a a bit of a positive impact, um, or a wider uh, basis level impact as we kind of move into Northwest corn belt, Northwest Iowa, that sort of thing.
1: So outside markets, um, Obviously a big deal this week. We had a lot of crazy things going on. Let's just run through some of the some of the items that took place. I mean, starting uh, maybe at the end of the story here, be the jobs report this morning, just very robust. Um, we continue to really knock it out of the park as far as the um, numbers related to the U.S. economy goes. A little 300-some-odd thousand um, jobs being added here for the month. Um, just... You know, you think back here six months ago and you you think big picture about the stimulus and the soft landing uh, that we're all going for um, as far as the economy goes. And, you know, we've jacked up the interest rates and the expectation, at least in my mind, you know, probably 30 to 60 days ago is that it was working the economy was cooling off and and we were going to talk about maybe steady to lower interest rates in the end of 2023 and into 2024 um and you look at some of these charts on job uh, creation and and unemployment and it's becomes Fairly evident in my mind, at least, that uh, we're, we're rolling pretty hard again. And that's obviously changing people's thoughts on what interest rates are going to look like in the next 12 months. But just to review a few of the markets here, you know, the, the Dow Jones, obviously, everybody watches that pretty close. We're about we're 5% off of uh, in the last two weeks here. So that's been trimming um, much lower And then obviously the big one this week would be the oil market. We ran that thing up to where we were on the high about 92 bucks. I'm looking at the December chart here, finishing today at 81. So I always get my, it always takes me a few minutes to get my head clear on this subject, Pat. So I'm going to see if you can stumble through it with us. We've got excellent economy. We've got a lower Dow Jones. And then of course, oil, um, getting a bunch of pressure here this week. Um, What's the, What's the general scoop on the on the topic here?
0: Yeah, the the great experiment, right? Uh, uh, all kinds of uh, of of money pushed into the economy uh, during COVID, post COVID, and then um, the expected uh, reaction once this economy opens back up of significant inflation as a result of uh, available money supply. I just say that as a quick reminder of 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 uh, of everything that got us up until this point since then the fed has has done this job of trying to slow down inflation without without significantly breaking this economy into a recession soft landing versus hard landing is the is the is what we keep talking about right and and evidently uh, when crude oil is trading up around ninety bucks to a hundred bucks, evidently when equities were on their 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 continued meteoric rise until this break that you just described, Jeff, evidently when cattle are approaching two hundred bucks, evidently all of those markets were trading a soft landing. Sure. <laughs> because this week, when when these jobs reports came out and reminded uh, per all of us or the marketplace that uh, the Fed's intervention up until this point, tightening money supply and uh, raising interest rates, um, wasn't quite doing its job as it relates to slowing down the economy enough to getting getting inflation to a point where it's manageable. And so now it improves or increases the probability of the Fed either needing to hold these elevated rates longer or raise them again, and so I think that that um, that prospect uh, threatened the markets to a point where they believe that perhaps. The probability of a soft landing is lower or the or the probability of a of a hard landing is is higher that sort of a thing and so um I, that's what we're trading this week and I, and it's a pretty good reminder that that some um, uh, especially that cattle complex you know is trading at some levels that we all get it four percent less beef, five percent less beef australia's in the same spot we are brazil mayor is in the same spot we are we have you know less global protein available. Um, you know across other species as well and 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 all of that and so there's reasons supply side to be bullish but from some of these uh, um, um, record type levels that we're trading at uh, it gets a little interesting when when the markets get worried about a, a, a quick slowdown in economic activity
1: for sure well, thank you for that. Um, I suppose we should give our listeners a quick update on what Mr. Miner's up to this week. And Pat, he still works here, correct?
0: He does. He does still work here, that's, indeed. That's good. Yeah, that's good. That the other
1: amazing. good news is they're, they aren't letting him reproduce yet. <laughs> so uh, him and his wife Liz welcomed home a baby boy early in the week, and they've been at home getting settled, and hopefully we'll have him back in the saddle again uh, next week.
0: That's awesome. That's great. So, thanks,
1: everyone. Thanks for your time. Appreciate it
0: anytime you got any questions, give us a call. And thank you to all our listeners. Please reach out to us at professionalagmarketing.com. Check out our other podcast as well, Professional Ag Marketing, that's released every Friday. Trading commodity futures and
1: options involves substantial risk of loss and is not suitable for all investors. See you next time.